Welcome to the Natural Underground, the radio show and podcast dedicated to the natural food industry. I'm your host, Al Springer. This program is brought to you by New Brand University, the educational arm of the Touch Agency. Joining me in the studio today, an expert team of brand builders. We have Jessalyn, what Simone Biles is to gymnastics, Jessalyn is to all things marketing and promotion. <laughs> if only I could do a cartwheel, yeah. but I just can't. <laughs> no, no, I think they do more than a cartwheel. I can do a somersault. I, yeah, from what I'm Boom. watching, they do just a little more. Boom. Speaking of marketing, though, what has that lady got an amazing future in marketing? Million dollar smile. Yeah, a million dollars and then some smile. Yeah, Fantastic. Two million dollar yeah. smile. Mm-hmm. That voice you're hearing is Ryan. He's our Cristiano Ronaldo. What, what Cristiano Ronaldo is to football, and you like that? Football? Yeah. Football. He is to all things new business. Ryan, welcome. I'm tremendously uncomfortable with that analogy. Your hair you isn't as good. It's no, nothing about me is as good as Cristiano Ronaldo. Wow. <laughs> that, he right. loves the guy. I know. Yeah. Oh, so he's Forbes, most philanthropic athlete of all time. You were telling one. me, yeah, what were you saying? Did something amazing uh, on that on that front. Ryan's like, I can't do any number of stories. There's there's a ton. Yeah. I'm telling you. Wow, that's our you're you're the closest we're gonna get to that here in the studio. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> yeah. It says well, more about the studio than me. It does. I'm very excited for today's show. We have another great guest coming up. If any of you have interest in the in allergy-friendly foods or the allergy-friendly market, this is definitely this is your definitely show. Definitely the show. Yeah, yep. our guest today knows a lot about that. As many of our listeners certainly already know, um, this market is really taking off, whether it's gluten-free, peanut-free, dairy-free. Many American consumers are increasingly taking control of their diet and of what they eat. And our guest today knows everything about that subject and more. We are lucky enough to have Chuck Marble. He's the CEO of Elevation Brands, but you uh, probably know that as Ian's Natural Foods. Those yellow boxes you see yellow everywhere, boxes. right? Mm-hmm. The freezer, some other cool product categories. Right. right. If you've got kids and you're trying to raise your kids natural or organic, uh, kind of healthy, you probably know about these guys. Yep, mm-hmm. um, absolutely. Chuck also ran Barber's Bakery, another well-known brand. Yep. Yes. And a couple other natural food companies. This guy knows his stuff. He's a veteran. Mm-hmm. We're going to learn a lot, I think, by having Chuck on, not only on the allergen-friendly market, but just uh, generally in natural uh, products. I want to ask about the peanut butter puffins. And yeah. They're so good. Oh, they are tasty. They are. And delicious. snackables. Snackables. I haven't had these snackables that you oh, speak of. Vanilla snackables. All right. Enough of that for a moment. Okay. Uh, to kick off the show, we want to return to a topic that we did on show number one. It's our salute to food and beverage products, or in this case, a meal, with the most over-the-top ingredient deck, just the craziest ingredient uh, deck. We mm-hmm. call it Six Feet Under. Six Feet Underground. There's no coming back. Oh, there is no coming back. I want to hear. I want that to be my morning wake-up call, my alarm Ooh. on my phone. Can we hear that one more time just to make our day? Six feet underground. There's no coming back. Oh, man, that's good. It's a weird way to wake up. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it would be kind really of strange. Yeah, yeah really. Now they think about it, not that, not that great. <laughs> All right. Our salute today is actually from one of our favorite restaurants in Austin. They have a few locations across the country, including three in SoCal and one here in ATX. The place is called Fat Sal's. Mm-hmm. We and should apologize up front. To any vegetarians or vegans, look, if you if you got some gardening to do for a moment, if you need to go check on the carrots, maybe yeah. the kale, this Anything may be, else. this could be, this could be <laughs> semi-offensive, just, just the sheer amount of food we're about to talk about that may not fit within your diet. No. So That's come back so and, you know, fast forward for just four or five minutes, <laughs> you, might be, you might be happier, but we have to recognize what these guys have done with this label. With this, this is genius. genius. Yep. It's incredible. The sandwich is called the Big Fat Fatty. 
And you know, also in natural, don't get too excited. I know you think it's a big fatty. You, you yeah. have no idea what we're about to. If you had a big fatty, maybe you could do it all. <laughs> you could maybe do what we're about. Mm, yeah, exactly I see what right. they're up to. I, I like it. <laughs> so it's a food challenge, yep. and you have to eat it under 40 minutes, and it's free. If you don't, it's 50 bucks. Okay. And the stats on this bad boy, the bullet points I'm about to read to you are breathtaking. Okay. <laughs> possibly, <laughs> possibly literally. <laughs> <laughs> but it does sound kind of tasty. Oh, it I sounds incredible. Yeah, all right. Go ahead. What are we looking at? What are we looking at? All right, so it's 50 bucks. Remember, if you can't finish it. 50. Yep. 50. <laughs> 50. 50 bucks. Uh, it weighs between 9 and 11 pounds. We called the guy at the store, and he said it's closer to 11. Wow. Wow. At so, the very least, you're gaining 9 to 11 Yeah, you, I mean, just based on science, I think, right? That if yeah. you put that inside you, you have to weigh more. I think that's okay. I just I think, think your next true. trip to the restroom will be very interesting. After <laughs> okay. All right. I think that wraps up the nine show. 9 to 11 that's pounds. The, yeah. That's yeah, the show nine for this week. That's a baby. <laughs> All right. It's a fat baby. <laughs> it's got 14,281 calories. Nothing. Mm. Breakfast. Mm. That's yeah. simple. <laughs> Boom. Just go for a run. You'll be fine. <laughs> 27 inches of French bread. Wow. So that's like the casing. The really. casing of the sandwich. <laughs> yes, well, the way the sandwiches work, Jessalyn, is there's usually two slices of bread. <laughs> but, in, but in Oregon, they call it the casing. But so, yeah, the casing. But so it's over two feet long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm just trying to picture it. I, I think, think exactly we're into, three inches. We're moving into the gluttony world at this point. Mm, go ahead. A sin. Well, let's go all the way there and add five cheeseburgers. So this is a <laughs> sandwich with other sandwiches inside. <laughs> five cheeseburgers. <laughs> An entire package of bacon. Ooh. Well, No problem with that. I can actually pull that one off individually easily. You could. Yeah. Five fried eggs. I find that eggs don't add up in your stomach. I could eat four <laughs> breakfasts and not we be busy. We should talk to a nutritionist, see if there's yeah. any logic Is to there that. Is there any science to that? I love your optimism, but it's going to beat you down here with optimism. Yeah. 1.5 <laughs> pounds of steak. Yeah, there that, you go. That would lose me. That would be a lot. <laughs> Six ounces of cheddar, an unusually small amount. They're going light for, on the cheese. Yeah. yeah. What's that about? They're not going light on pastrami. 1.5 pounds <laughs> oh, of pastrami. Man, what kind of sandwich is this? Six ounces of mozzarella. 40 minutes, huh? All right, 40 keep going. minutes. Good luck. Ten chicken fingers are in there. So I like got, that part. You got a little Same extra here. meal added to the meal. Mm-hmm. Well, let's just go over I here to each the side. Ten chicken fingers really... I mean, if I was really trying to kill it, I'd eat well, I ten I wonder how fingers. big they are. Are they strips That's, or fingers? Yeah. But okay, keep this, going. So many questions. One order of mozzarella sticks is sprinkled on there. <laughs> sprinkled. <A little> appet- <laughs> I like to call that the appetizer. Eat, reach appetizer. into the pile and eat that first. That's just <laughs> right. an appetizer. That's just wetting the appetizer. Same thing goes for the one order of onion rings. <laughs> That's a side, sort of. Then it gets a little messy with a bowl of homemade chili. <laughs> I think at this point they were just reaching. Yeah. Uh, marinara sauce. Is there any cereal in here? Do we have a cereal bowl? <laughs> no. A couple of breakfast bowls of cereal? We couldn't have the mozzarella sticks without some marinara. I agree. So okay. that really that makes comes sense. full circle. I'm going to try and it's starting it out, to make sense now. Dip it into the marinara. <laughs> yeah. One order of jalapeno poppers. Okay. I don't yeah. know even where to put that in my mind. <laughs> um, a basket of French fries. Well, all good meals have some fries on the side. Right. So. Uh-huh. And uh, just to class up the joint a little bit, a little garlic aioli. Ooh. Brought in the chef for that last part. <laughs> they felt they should yeah. bring in some chef quality ingredients. Everything's I better like with a little that. garlic aioli. I like that. Well, that's it's like, oh, truffle, you know, mushroom truffle. <laughs> some truffle shavings. Some caramelized onions. <laughs> Is that as sauce. fancy as you can think? Uh, yeah, caramelized it was. Caramelized yeah, onions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, was, that was fancy in like 2004. <laughs> <laughs> so there's the challenge. You have to eat it in 40 minutes? Right. And you can't have anybody else help you. And uh, we called the guy at the store, and he said someone tried it this week at the Austin location, and they didn't finish more than 20%. And then you have to pay them for that It only takes them like 20 minutes to make it. Wow. Okay. Well, should you do it? I'm not sure I'm man enough. (laughs) 
Well, it's the most there, honest you thing you've ever seen. Yeah, I know. That's a lot of. Do you have a friend who's man enough? I, I'm because you're a big dude. You could eat it. Yeah, I eat a lot. But if you did, you, you just, just listen to that. You I'll, eat whole pizzas sometimes. I'll, yeah. I'll buy the sandwich if if you and a friend can finish oh, do it. it. Tyler Dawson is then who I'm who I'm calling. Oh him. no! Okay. All right, poor you're phoning, Tyler. You're phoning a friend. <laughs> well, Tyler, Tyler will love it. He'll be like free food, of course. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm there. All so right. you'll we need proof, or else we don't know what happened. Of course, we're proving it. I'm in it. Photos age of snapchat videos. instagram <laughs> i like picture it didn't happen we have okay. a competition we're throwing down a competition here right okay. so i want pictures live tweets you know <laughs> live tweets. you want me to periscope it i would i mean i don't want, have periscope well not yeah, that cool make it work on your phone and we went proof that this actually happened 50 bucks is a lot of money yeah so you got to prove i wonder if they let you like take off. it home no we asked that because otherwise you're like dinner for a week yeah. Well, how would that contest work? <laughs> Take it home, come back a week later. No, yeah, I finished. I mean, it. if you pay them fifty bucks and you lose, yeah, we asked if you could just you pay just, fifty bucks and walk out with it. They said no. Dangerous to carry that much food. Just out, two so. guys with it over their shoulder. Yeah, I don't know how it would work. All right. Well, that's exciting. That's something we're going to look forward to, and we're going to make sure that is up on our social media. It was media. really nice to know you, Ryan. It was I'll very never nice. forget you. If I'm next here week, next week, I'll fill you in. Next yeah. week, you maybe memorial service, just saluting either <laughs> one of the two of you. That we'll put a little rose where you normally sit. Yeah, oh. time for a break. All right, when we come back, we're going to be joined by Chuck Marble from Ian's Elevation Brands. going to be great. We're looking forward to it. You're listening to The Natural Underground. Welcome back to The Natural Underground. Our guest today knows a ton about food allergies. He runs the very successful, allergen-friendly, gluten-free Ian's brand. They have great frozen food items like chicken nuggets, fish sticks, alpha tots, as well as some great-tasting, shelf-stable food products like their amazing gluten-free croutons, breadcrumbs. So, Chuck, welcome to The Natural Underground. Thank you, Al. Yeah. I appreciate the time. Absolutely. And we've known Chuck for a long time, so this is fun. Uh, let's talk about Elevation for a second. What are the brands that fall under that umbrella? Yeah, we currently have two brands in our portfolio. One is the Ian's brand, which is primarily our allergy-friendly, gluten-free product line. Um, and then we have Blue Horizon Wild, which is a value-added seafood, sustainable seafood line. And that includes not only uh, species, but also catch method of that, of that raw material. Oh, wow. Awesome. Well, for today, we'll probably focus more on the Ian's natural food. So what's the story about behind Ian's? How did the name come up? What's that, what's, how did that bring get to be right so um, a very interesting story uh, for the love of a father for his son uh, Ian's was founded back in 2001 by an entrepreneur in Massachusetts uh, okay. where we actually have a manufacturing facility here today yep. and um, he was tired of his uh, the unhealthy um, preservative ridden foods that his son was eating and uh, he decided to start a company called Ian's uh, and, and make products that were uh, free from uh, artificial colors, artificial ingredients, and, um, and started a brand like no other. What are the differences between food intolerance, food sensitivity versus actual like a celiac disease, somebody really trying to go gluten-free? What does that look like? 
Sure. So, uh, first of all, there's over 100 million people that are affected by some kind of a food sensitivity and a food allergy. Um, so I'd like to, that's a great question, and let me break it down for you. Sure. A food intolerance uh, or sensitivity is is really an adverse reaction in the digestive system. Um, the example I like to talk about is, is very common, uh, affects about 50 million people, which is lactose intolerance. And that's when... Um, when a person lacks the enzyme lactase, which actually is supposed to break, break down that milk sugar called lactose, um, all sorts of bad things happen in the digestive tract. You get um, you know, pain in the abdomen, you can get uh, bloating, diarrhea, et cetera. Um, so that's a perfect example of what I would call a food intolerance. Um, now, a food allergy is, is much more serious. Um, that's when your immune system is involved, and it mistakens a protein for, uh, for a foreign body, if you will, in your, in your um, digestive tract. Okay. And uh, the most severe example I like to talk about is, which everyone knows about, is really about peanuts. When, if you're allergic to peanuts, that typically is the most violent reaction and can go into what we call a full-blown anaphylactic reaction. You know, teenagers are still dying to this day. If you Google food allergy deaths, you will see recent incidences of, of teenagers dying uh, because they make a mistake or someone gives them uh, some food not knowing what they're doing, and they ingest it, they leave their EpiPen at home, and uh, it's a very, very serious situation. That brings us to Ian's. Let's talk about, you, you had this line that, it was built really around that lifestyle. How, how do we provide great tasting food and real choices and not have people sort of go sit at the kids' table in effect when it comes to their choices? So, sure. So while Ian's was founded in 2001, in 2003, they actually started producing, uh, and this is way before their time, uh, gluten-free products uh, for kids. And, um, you know, the third issue and, and what we really, this brand foundation is all about is celiac disease and a, a gluten intolerance. Um, and, and celiac disease is, is really, it's not a food allergy, but it's an autoimmune disorder, which causes damage to the small intestine. You have little villi in your small intestine. And if you uh, have celiac disease of what I call full-blown celiac, um, that starts to destroy that VLI and can cause malnutrition. So it's a very serious uh, situation, and um, that's the most popular. Uh, everyone is talking about gluten and gluten-free diets. So that's where Ian's really um, had its foundation for the brand. And then uh, when I joined the company in 2011, uh, quite frankly, went off-site and did a strategic planning session and saw the correlation between the gluten population but also food allergens taken off uh, tremendously. Uh, in fact, if you look at the results, the CDC now reports a 50 percent increase between 1997 and 2011 in children in food allergies. So you can appreciate 
putting the combination of those two dietary restrictions together, we really feel where Ian's and the brand is is honing in on a solution for consumers that struggle with with their diet. Well, let's talk about those solutions then. What what products are are in the portfolio of options for people who now want to be able to 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 have that freedom to choose? Sure. So you know we're. Ian's has been known. We have two two categories. One is the grocery category, and the other is frozen. In grocery, um, the Ian's panko breadcrumbs has has been the number one uh, breadcrumb in the natural industry for many many years. So we're very proud of that heritage, um, and just recently produced uh, or. Uh, innovated around the crouton and, and created a very, very delicious four different flavors of the croutons, which are both al- gluten-free and allergy-friendly. And on the frozen side of the business, you know, we have our heritage products, um, our chicken nuggets and fish sticks, but as we evolve the brand into more of a family-friendly brand, we have fish fillets now, we have chicken tenders, and one of our most recent innovations is uh, sriracha fire sticks. Oh, those are good. As you know, one of the hot trends right now, no pun intended, is uh, <laughs> the sriracha uh, flavor system. So we really had fun launching that product. Well, i got to tell you, we have some of the product in here today. We, you know, Ryan uh, brought some in, and so we've been dining on. What did, what did we start off with? We had some chicken, chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. Mm, turkey and, dogs. And some turkey, yeah, turkey dogs. dogs. So mm-hmm. uh, amazingly broad line of kind of snacks and meals uh, uh, for folks who are looking for that. They have that filter, for, you know, of allergen-friendly. What's the go-to snack in the line for you, Chuck, uh, within the Ian's portfolio? Well, I, I guess the the most recent one is is the the crouton. I just when you eat that crouton, it's like eating a bag of potato chips. Um, I end up I keep going back. My hand keeps going back in that bag, and uh, the next thing you know, I don't need a salad to put croutons on. I can just eat the the croutons like a bag of potato chips. I, I think that would be one. And my other favorite is really we developed a sausage pan crepe. So it's a combination. It's a thinner than a a pancake but a little bit thicker than a crepe and we wrap it over a a nitrite free um, all natural sausage link and it is fantastic that's my favorite item microwave it for not even a minute and you have a go-to breakfast solution high protein and very healthy Uh, it's my favorite item in the line is it really yeah absolutely fantastic i had that i think when we met you the first time it was uh delicious i have a question what resources does ian's offer for um someone who's either just realizing their allergy or someone in their family has just had a celiac diagnosis what kind of resources and education do you have yeah we we love to um as, as we are a solution to the consumer, we really like to leverage our website, uh, which is a great resource. Uh, we're one of the few companies that have a uh, registered dietitian on staff. And in the website, we have a feature called Ask the Dietitian, where consumers can literally log in and ask questions, and she'll answer those questions. Um, And we find that's a a great avenue for uh, newly diagnosed or or even people that are looking for different solutions uh, in their diet. the other thing we do, and we've reached out to the community actually locally, is we have a patient outreach program 
partnering with FAIR, which stands for Food Allergy Research and Education. Um, and that organization is fantastic. And we put together a, a, a pamphlet with them and working with the Floating Hospital for Children here in Boston at Tufts Medical Center. And we, we give them coupons, we give them uh, literature, because um, you can imagine being newly diagnosed, oh. having to now get used to a different diet. Um, and that's been very successful, and uh, the doctors at that hospital are just absolutely amazing. That's um, one of the best in the country, and I can imagine, to your point, the people who find themselves with that now newly diagnosed, it's all about seeking information, particularly for parents. Mm-hmm. You know, what can I do? What can they eat? What can I feel okay about? And all of that uh, uh, kind of points back to Ian's. Look, we have to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to dig more into the world of entrepreneurship, small business with our guest, Chuck Marble from Elevation Brands. We'll return after these messages. You're listening to The Natural Underground. Welcome back to The Natural Underground. We are back with Chuck Marble, CEO of Elevation Brands. You probably know them as Ian's Natural Foods. Ryan, I think you had a question before we get into it. Yeah, Chuck, before we go any farther, um, where can we find Ian's? What kind of stores? Sure. Um, Ian's is is very, very, first of all, well distributed in both the United States and Canada. Um, And being around for many years, um, the growth of the brand is enjoyed in, um, you know, the the heritage of our natural roots, obviously, in in most uh, supernatural and natural stores across the country, uh, but then recently really launching into some of the mainstream stores uh, that everyone is familiar with. Um, so we're found both in, in, in the natural set, but also mainstream in some of the larger retailers like uh, Kroger, Safeway, Target, and uh, the larger format stores. Yeah, pretty easy to find. That's good. That's very, very good. Very easy to find. Look, we wanna, I want to ask you the same two questions we ask everyone who comes on the Natural Underground. Right, number one, where did you grow up? Sure. I grew up in, in Camillus, New York. It's a small town uh, west of Syracuse, New York. This is upstate New York. Yeah. And um, in a fairly small town in, in, in that nice, right between the Finger Lake region and the Adirondack Mountains. Oh, that sounds pretty. It's beautiful. I've actually been up in that area, and that is gorgeous. So Very I'm nice imagining, area. so I'm curious what your big dream was as a kid. Was did you Were you thinking titan of business, entrepreneur, CEO, or was it more, you know, a cowboy or some combination? <laughs> um, actually, my dream was to become a veterinarian. Um, I just had a love for animals, the outdoors, um, and, and started out in, in, in I have a, an associate's degree in animal science, but I did a summer internship at a cheese company and just fell in love with the food industry and, and the making and just felt food was fascinating. And that's how I ended up in actually transferring into Cornell University and, and getting a BS in food science. So food has been my passion ever since my college days, and I've never looked back. 
You know, I think cheese has done that to most of us. We, <laughs> you find cheese somewhere along in your life, and you're happy. So that's uh, exactly. that's awesome. Um, you know, thinking about the the company that you manage and direct as a CEO, and thinking about this the fantastic product line and what it's all about. I bet you get tons of letters, emails from people who have found that freedom we always talk about and their ability to have their favorite snack, and and one that tastes good while still managing their food allergies. And I even would imagine some of those get kind of emotional or very satisfying to you. What is that like to read those letters and emails? Yeah, it's, it's amazing to uh, either personally have the interaction at some of our consumer events, or you're absolutely right, the letters we receive from, from consumers and, and really moms and dads that have really had a tough time. Um, a recent one that we received in June uh, was about a mother um, just making sure we knew that um, our organic chicken nugget was literally the only thing uh, that her son could could keep down. He had severe uh, digestive issues. Uh, his doctor prescribed uh, a non-GMO um, uh, product line that was gluten-free, um, and and quite frankly, she was um, you know almost in tears on the phone, just telling our customer service representative just how thankful they were, and and. Um, telling the story about her son and and what it meant to them and it's those kinds of stories that really uh resonate with the team uh, our customer service representative literally ran upstairs to my office and said i just have to share this with you so it is it is letters like that 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 really um really motivate the team uh to innovate and and to also um um, make sure that we're making the best quality and, that we absolutely can. Yeah. I mean, I got to believe in all the jobs you can do when you know you're impacting lives like that, it's got to be pretty rewarding. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I'd have to add, too, my mother, uh, personal experience, my mother was diagnosed at 81 years old three, four years ago. And um, funny story, she was, the doctor told her she had irritable bowel syndrome for 10 years. And finally, she ended up in the hospital and with a celiac diagnosis, went on a celiac um, uh, gluten-free diet. And um, it was amazing uh, the, the difference between a, an, uh, a feeble elderly person to a normally functioning 81-year-old. So um, between the consumers and personal experiences, uh, it's been very rewarding. You touched on this a little bit earlier, but there, there really is, does seem to be a lot more awareness by people that uh, um, of food allergies. Um, and how much is that? It, it, I'm assuming then that it looks like that, that awareness has increased dramatically over the last few years. You just talked about it a bit in our first segment. Mm-hmm. How has that impacted your business? I would imagine it's it's becoming a bit easier to find and connect with these people, just that there are more of them. Absolutely. And, and you know, who would have thought that 10 years ago there would be a gluten-free section in stores? And our vision for the Ian's brand is to really talk to retailers, do the education, um, and I actually do a, a what I call an allergen 101 uh, to retailers and, and people that um, would like to learn more about um, the differences we discussed earlier. And um, it's amazing the response. And 
you know, we're hoping with our vision that that in someday there will be a uh, a section for those with uh, specific food allergies uh, in the retailers, just like a gluten free segment. Well, I would imagine social media is an important marketing vehicle for Ian's, given the ability to speak directly to people with food sensitivities. How so? How do you get the word out about Ian's? How does that look? We we certainly leverage the the social media um, component in our marketing program. We're very active. And, and of course, with food, you can have a lot of fun with uh, pictures on Pinterest and uh, recipes and and resources. Facebook, um, even contests we run um, are a lot of fun. And it really engages the the consumer um, because food can be fun. And when you have special dietary needs, um, sometimes food is looked at as as a real burden. So we try to lighten it up a little bit, have fun with it, and and be creative with our products. How can chicken nuggets not be fun? I mean, when you think about <laughs> that, it's fun by definition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's, it's funny. One of our merchandisers did a fantastic, uh, she took a, a chicken nugget, a crouton, uh, sprigs of, of, of lettuce, and made a little beautiful hors d'oeuvre shish kebab with a little ranch dressing on the top. Uh, I, I think it was ranch dressing. But again, that's the fun we have with our food and the creativity quite frankly, is endless. Yep. So you have a really important job. You're giving folks the freedom to choose back and to enjoy food that they love. Um, And in doing so, customers are trusting Ian's to be very diligent with their ingredients. Can you talk to what precautions you take in your facilities in terms of cross-contamination? Sure. The foundation of the Ian's brand and our our new tagline really is, is trust made simple. And there's a lot that went into that uh, when we came up with the words trust made simple. Trust around the allergens and the food allergens because, uh, as I mentioned earlier, when you have food allergies, it's so important to really trust the food. And we get letters from consumers about the hours of, of grocery shopping they spend reading labels, and they truly have to become experts. We try to make that easy and gain that trust by throwing it up front, right on the front of the package. Um, And then the Made Simple talks about the simple ingredients, the clean labeling, the free-from positioning that we have, the transparency we have in our packaging, and then pioneering this allergy-friendly phenomenon, especially in the protein segment. and then we back that up with our manufacturing facility with um, a positive release program, our cleaning schedule. Our plant is designed to make sure that we, uh, if we say there's not a food allergen or that protein is not present in our food, we go to great lengths to make sure that that, that indeed is the case through our supply chain, through our processing efforts, making sure there's no cross-contamination, our cleaning efforts, and then we actually use a third-party testing uh, group to test for each of those food allergens on the front of our package. So as you can see, as I summarize, you know, that is truly the trust that we put behind the Ian's brand. Mm -hmm. Chuck, what has the biggest challenge been in growing the Ian's brand? 
Um, I would say that, uh, first of all, in the frozen food segment, um, it's a very, very competitive uh, segment in the industry, in the retail industry, because you have uh, a designated space, if you will, to, to fill up those shelves. And as, a, as an emerging brand, we've always uh, had to compete against uh, what I call the big boys, uh, with the bigger marketing dollars, the bigger pocketbooks, yep. uh, who can really uh, put put that out there and call attention. So I would see that the brand awareness is really critical to our brand, and um, and that would be the I think the biggest challenge that we have. We're a little bit you know short on time. We need to to wrap it up, but I want to squeeze in one more question if we could. I want you to you know you've seen some and worked on some great brands. Put on that entrepreneurship hat for a moment. What piece of advice would you give folks who are just um, launching their brand right now? If you could go back in time and tell yourself one thing or tell them, what's that great piece of advice? Yeah, I would, I would say, and, and I tell you, when, when you ask that question, the first word that comes to my mind is passion. You know, it's, it's, it's having passion, uh, whether, you're, whether you're developing a widget or a beverage or a, a chicken nugget, it's the passion for that mission-driven brand in, 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 our, in our world. And, um, you know, I used to say, you know, you need the tools, the team, and the tenacity. But really now, I think if you're pioneering a brand, it, you need to have the product you need to rely on your people, and you need to have that passion to drive success. It's what's going to get you through the tough times, isn't it? would be my advice. Yeah, it's what gets you through the tough times. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chuck, it has been so great having you on the show. Thank you so much for the great information and for the great food. We are full, happy, and apparently very gluten-free today, which is good. No food allergies for us. Um, Great. You well, thank know- you very much, Al. Really appreciate it. Jessalyn and Ryan, uh, thank you very much. Absolutely. Thanks. If you want to know more about Ian's, visit iansnaturalfoods.com, where you can check them out on Facebook as well. Time for our final break. When we come back, we're going to cover a few industry topics, some goofy stories, and much more. You're listening to The Natural Underground. It's so hard, but it was, and it is, and it was worth Welcome back to the Natural Underground. It was great having Chuck on, yeah. right? From Ian's, learning mm-hmm. a little bit, a little, little more about allergen-friendly foods. I liked I his liked accent it. too. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's a he said mom guy. and dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to be back in the studio this week. I was on a family vacation the week prior to the Destin, Florida area on the Gulf Coast. Ooh. We uh, had a great time, but as you can imagine, the drive back through New Orleans and Louisiana was kind of a challenge. Yeah. Um, if you're, you know, not to date this show too much, but if you're listening to a future podcast, but this past week has been incredibly rough on the folks in Louisiana. The flooding has been all over the news. You've probably caught it. Um, and on a, certainly on a serious note, our thoughts and prayers go out to those folks. Mm-hmm. Um, the Big Easy and the entire region struggling with so much water. We saw so many buildings so many houses, you know, underwater buildings where it looks like most of the first floor was underwater. It was, uh, it was a pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. On a much lighter note, although it wasn't funny at the time, uh, I, I swear, guys, I almost lost my rental car driving through Louisiana in, in wow. the flood, right? I was driving along I-10, and it had been closed on nu- numerous places along the way just uh-huh. because of high water. Anyway, I needed gas. I exit off the road. 
little side story here. I exit off the road without really looking further up where I was going. Sounds like something you might exactly. do. Exactly. I was talking, mm-hmm. probably. And Texting. I, no, I was typing on my computer while I was driving. <laughs> yeah, and go. as I came racing kind of out the exit, I quickly realized I'm, it looks like a lake. There wasn't a road. There wasn't... It wasn't a river. It was just a big lake of water. <laughs> Did you ever watch The Office? Yes. You know that part where Dwight and Michael, the GPS system is telling them to take a left, and it it's a right lake? The, yeah. 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 And, and, my, and Dwight's like, this is a lake, Michael. And he's like, no, it must be a shortcut. Yeah, <laughs> just that, go right into the lake. That's what this was. I mean, <laughs> and it was it kind of hard to get your mind around in describing the story, but when I exited... The only vehicles I could see was there was a flashing lights of a cop or an emergency vehicle somewhere. And then there were, like all over the state, I imagine, there were the National Guard sort of troop transports uh-huh. that were going around to go out and help people. So um, I'm looking up and the, uh, you know, the only vehicles were these, these troop trucks and they're moving through the water super slowly. But they're like six, eight feet you know, in the air, it looked like. And here I am in a rental car, right? Not an SUV, a rental car. So I got to the bottom of, of it, and literally there's nowhere to go. You're not going to back up onto the freeway. So I looked at my wife, and I said, This is uh, it. <laughs> this is it. It's been a pleasure knowing you. We have to just go. We have to drive through this. But we're again, we're in a car. So not start, advisable. No. Not a good well, idea. And that brings no. up, you ever watch the news? I used to live in Arizona, and the same thing happens here in the Texas Hill Country, West Texas. You always wonder when they show on the news, why is that guy standing on the top of his vehicle? Why did he drive into that large? Like, why he must have known this wasn't a good idea. And yet, that kept running through my mind. Like, this is going to be me. This is this is going to be me, right? Uh-huh. So, the water was a- at the complete top of the wheel well of my rental car. You know, some person at some rental car place right now is like, who is this guy? Oh, I know what that. Oh, I it? thought about even telling the story because you know they're going to research yeah. this out yeah. and trying to figure this out. I'd get a 20 grand bill in the mail. Yeah, that's exactly right. So the water is coming in on the grill. And this is my favorite part, though. So the car, you know, I'm making it through, but there's a stop sign at the intersection. Don't tell me you stopped at the stop sign. I had to because the co- the policeman sort of or whoever You don't think that he's out, more concerned about, look at this guy. And I don't want to get a ticket. But then th- that gave the troop, the, the National Guard people, a chance to keep going. Uh, so I just sat there for this moment in time. With the water just below the door handle, and I'm thinking, what do they think they're looking like? You know, just a little Muzak playing in the background, like, huh, honey, what do you want to go for lunch later? Yeah. It's, just, uh, it's been a terrific trip, hasn't it? I feel great. like you could have contested that ticket in traffic court. <laughs> and those guys were going yeah. slow, but they were still creating a wave. A wave came over the hood and hit the front windshield. That's how deep it was. So the whole time I'm thinking, this is going to float away, or... It's going to, well, no, it's going to float away. I'm going to go downstream. Turn around, with this thing. don't <laughs> drown. Well, we are glad you survived, Al. I don't believe that. But go ahead. Mm, I'm acting. I'm acting <laughs> hard. Thespian. <laughs> but we wouldn't be able to finish our episode without doing our favorite segment. It is time for our What Are You Eating This Week segment. This is our salute to our better for you food or beverage addictions. Time's wasted, don't you know? Put something tasty in my old pie. I thought since our guest today was the CEO from Ian's Natural Foods, I'm curious what each of us tries to avoid as a food sensitivity and what we do about it. What's our secret way well, to deal in. with it? I'll jump in. Mine's sugar. As you guys know, I get jittery. Kind Real of, weird. Already beyond weird. The, the weird that I have, this is one step past that. It's like someone just took your personality and just amped it up a bunch. That's All the way right. to 11. Yeah. yeah. But then I get Turned. sleepy afterwards. Classic <laughs> sort of spike and crash. So my secret weapon, not overly natural, but a show that started with the big fat fat 
patty can only go up relative right. to compliance in the natural Uphill. world. Right. So my little secret, very mainstream brand, Belveda breakfast cookies or breakfast biscuits. I mean, I travel with these in I my know. suitcase. Right? I know. Just you the chocolate them. one. I don't mm-hmm. want any of the blueberry nonsense and any of the other ones. Those are good. I like the blueberry chocolate ones. Chocolate is so good. So my routine is I eat them as a dinner dessert, but I do after dinner, not, not as dinner. It'd be kind of <laughs> sad. Really. I portion them out throughout I, the week. Yes. This is the salad portion of my cookie. <laughs> and now I will have the entree. The French bread. That's portion. right. Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> uh, but I dip them in unsweetened milkadamia, macadamia nut milk. Try that. Say that three times. That's fancy. Solid you it, fancy. It is. But well, you get four of these little babies in that packet. So you dip each one. It, you can stretch it out. It feels like a and fine, And you don't get jittery dessert. weird. No. And I love them so much. I got into it. I got into it with another guy. I looked like he was hoarding the chocolate at my grocery store. So I take these very seriously. It was just a mirror reflection of how you are. It may have just been a mirror. Actually, I just thought, hey, look at that guy with his boxes. I better fight him. All right. Uh, Ryan, what do you got? What's your addiction? Well, mine sounds fake. And yes. I had to Google it to make sure it was actually a real thing because I started noticing. I am, I guess after listening to Chuck, I'm not technically allergic. I have a food intolerance to lettuce and cabbage. Yeah, For a guy who volunteered to go eat the big fat fatty, which sounds weird, but that lettuce... Lettuce. I am that allergic like to a, vegetables. Yeah, I'm allergic. <laughs> you're allergic to salad. Your body is resisting. Your system can't take salad. Ninety percent water. Uh, <laughs> I can I can eat all the kale in the world, all the collard greens, anything like that. But salad and iceberg lettuce makes me feel like the character from Alien, where something's going to burst out of my stomach. Wow. So what do Just you do? Just straight up lettuce. Huh? My secret. He he brought up a secret. My secret is I don't eat lettuce. <laughs> he's pretty wild. In with uh, I don't have a brand for that one. I yeah, just don't he substitutes lettuce. onion rings and cheese sticks. Yeah, <laughs> one order of uh, jalapeno yeah. poppers. That's right. So you, but you eat kale and other leafy. A grains. ton, yeah. I saute it up. Wow. I actually don't think iceberg has that many, like nutritional. It's not. It habits. has the Andy index. I looked up at Whole Foods, like aggregate nutritional name? density. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought it was just a guy named Andy who gave. Yeah. That's <laughs> about a four. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, as we know from earlier I and other shows, I'm lactose intolerant and very, very sad about it. And I miss cheese every day of my life. Mm-hmm. So every I, time we see Jessalyn, we have ice cream and cheese. We eat queso in an unusual amount yeah, when she's just, around, though. Just to kind we of really But that's okay, because I just take the chips. That's true. And I don't feel bad that's, about it. It's not, or I it's eat not the same. your pizza queso. crust. <laughs> Queso's pretty good. So one of my secrets actually uh, was introduced to me by Linda, who we miss so much all the time. Um, she told me about this thing from its... Come from a company called Field Roast, and I think it's called Chow Cheese. It's Chow. C-H-A-O, and I buy it at Whole Foods. Um, so I looked into it. It's actually a fermented soybean curd, which perhaps wow. doesn't mm. sound like super... Well, you know, you think about appealing. cheese itself. It doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a process. Yeah. It doesn't um, sound great. I guess it's very popular in Asia. It's actually their traditional cheese. And I have to say that their original... It melts the most similar to cheese that I've ever had, and it tastes it's sort of like maybe a mozzarella, but it is very, very similar to a cheese experience. So I really like their original. They also have a coconut herb with black pepper, and they also Ooh. have tomato cayenne with Ooh, spicy pepper. And they're a company out of Seattle. They're really, really good. I, I highly like recommend it. it. Oh, thanks, Jocelyn. Yeah, you're welcome. Since I don't believe that you care that I survived my flood, 
It's I, not that I don't care. I, I wish it would have gone differently. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> That's so good. Ooh. <laughs> just kidding. Well, just I'm going to bring in some cheese and tell you uh, that it's non-Darian to see what happens. <laughs> That's awful. Yeah. That's it's a true. threat. That is kind yeah. of a threat. You might want to get... <laughs> this is escalated really quickly. I'm uncomfortable <laughs> in the studio. Legal counsel. <laughs> like, we have a few minutes left in the show. I want to tease a program that we have coming up in September. In the next few weeks, we're going to produce a special radio show and podcast. And the idea is this. Over the years, we get asked the same question all the time here at the Touch Agency and at New Brand University. The question is, you guys have worked with a ton of brands. There must be some reoccurring best practices that you see that are common to those successful brands themselves, mm-hmm. right? Well, the answer is heck yes. There, there really are uh, those tendencies, those, those practices. So we're going to uh, bring Aaron Henderson in from the Touch Agency, a few other special guests. I think we're looking at Rihanna, possibly. No guarantees. Maybe Rihanna. Pitbull. Yeah, Pitbull. We're going to get him involved. Shana Paul. The, the entire show is going to be dedicated to five practices most common to the most successful businesses relative to brand building. Mm-hmm. So both sales and marketing. Lots of examples, lots of cool stuff. And we'll then type it up and put it out and distribute it out on all of our social media uh, sites as well. You're going to love it. We'll tease it a bit more as we get closer to that, but we absolutely uh, want you guys to get involved in that and, and catch that show. Yeah, that'll be great. Well, that wraps up this week's The Natural Underground, brought to you by New Brand University and the Touch Agency, offering integrated brand building to over 100 brands in the natural channel. If you have any questions or comments on today's show, or if you want to get your own brand up off the ground, please email us at info at newbranduniversity.com. We would love to hear from you. We also invite you to follow The Natural Underground community on Facebook. I want to thank our guest, Chuck Marble. Uh, thank the good people at Fat Sal's for hopefully agreeing to make your sandwich today, Ryan and Tyler. Uh, that's going to be sorry, fun. We're sorry, Tyler. Yeah, sorry, Tyler, to do that to you. Um, that's our show for the week. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week on The Natural Underground. Bye.